because she doesn't have to run those complicated copy machines all by herself. From 10 to 10,000 copies, it's no problem at the UPS store with three Sioux Falls locations. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Good to have you with us here on this Wednesday. Calling All Sports has been around since May 3rd, 2010. It took Mike Henriksen several years to talk me into doing this, and I'm glad he did because I look forward to this every day. Just a chance to chat with friends. It's not an interview show. It's a conversation show. And our next guest is a first-time visitor, although his uncle's been on the show numerous times. You, John, <laughs> did you realize you have a famous uncle by the name of Jerry? I, I am well aware, yes. He is. Uh, how much contact did you have with Jerry growing up? Oh, tons. He, uh, uh, my dad has four brothers and two sisters, and uh, and so I actually grew up um, really spending a lot of time with all of my uncles. But Jerry, um, certainly, he was in Kansas when I was younger, and then um, never that far away when we grew up in the Twin Cities, and he was in Denver. So, um, and then obviously just the natural connection through sports. Uh, we have stayed in, in regular contact my entire life. I can only imagine. John Schemmel's our guest. He is the brand-new athletic director at the University of South Dakota. The dust probably hasn't even come close to settling yet in your office, has it? It has not. I think, uh, you know, a common question I get asked daily is, you know, are you are you getting settled in? And settled would probably not be the right word. Um, but, you know, I think... It's been really busy and chaotic, um, but I've absolutely been loving every minute of it. It's it's everything I hoped it would be and more, and, and just incredibly thrilled and excited to be back. Have you hung family pictures in your in your office yet? Because to me, that's kind of a biggie. Hey, I am. Uh, it did not take me long to move in. I will tell you that. I'm I'm pretty good about that. Um, so when I get in within the first 48 hours, my the office will be my office, and and it'll look like that. So the family pictures are up. Everything's moved around where I want, and, and so those things I do very quickly. I, I just had to know that because I've always given – well, Amy Williams is just one example of somebody who I teased unrelentlessly in terms of, what? Where are the pictures in your office? I'm going to come down here one day, and I'm just going to do it for you. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, in, in, I mean, Amy and I and, and Lloyd, and I mean, we're, we're still good friends, and we were neighbors when we were in Vermilion the first time, and – they were uh, they were my on call uh, people in the neighborhood when when my wife was um, getting close to delivering uh, our only son Jameson and so Amy and Lloyd interestingly enough were the ones on call um, if I happened to be gone and and my wife went into labor so they're great people and good friends uh, but yeah moving in um, I remember that when I went and visited her house in Lincoln I thought she had been there a while and I'm like you know why aren't the pictures up on the wall yet? So. <laughs> See? Yeah. Yeah, I teased her about her office in, at Lincoln too. So, Amy, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. She ain't going anywhere. No. No, yeah. she's not. She's got yeah. the dream job for crying That's out right. loud. I mean, exactly that was the right. only job she would have left USD for and by gosh, you know, it's her alma mater and it it happened. Tell me about let's let's talk about this journey you've been on, John, as as far as how you end up at USD as athletic director. And by the way, I'm curious. Uh, uh, did, did you guys buy a house on the golf course like David Herbster? Because 
I'm just kind of hoping that when I'm playing at the Bluffs, I can stop by for a beverage and don't have to go far. We yes, you can. We actually did. We we found we sold our house in 24 hours, and and uh, and then I went and looked at three last week, and two of them were not on the market, which happens a lot in small towns. And uh, and we were very fortunate. We we uh, found one that's not on the course, but the side yard kind of goes up to the eighth tee box. So oh. um, so yeah, so we're, we'll be on it, and and a golf cart is definitely going to be in our future. Good, that's good to hear. So you're a golfer. I am. Yep. Um, not not as much as I used to be, but uh, I love to play. And now I think more so, you know, I, I really enjoy getting out with my wife and my son. And even if we just play six holes or whatever, that's that's what I enjoy the most. But but yeah, there was a time in my life where I think I think my handicap was down to like a one point three at one point. Um, but it's certainly not there anymore. Well, I'll have to get you on my scramble team then when I play in a USD event. Yeah, that's uh, that. I think the next couple of years that'll probably be about the only golf I I get in. I would imagine. Well, there's plenty of opportunities to do that, you know, because you're yes. you're going to get asked to do that a lot. Yes, and I know we have our golf tour and and we get out and around, and so um, you know whether it's driving around and hitting shots here and there or or jumping in with a team, I, I look forward to doing that. All right, so let's go back here. What Growing up, were you involved in all sports, or just kind of let's go back to sort of the foundation of all of this? Yeah, I mean, sports uh, in college athletics have really been a part of my entire life. Um, my dad was a Division One student athlete um, and an All-American runner at Kansas State uh, growing up in Madison, South Dakota, um, and he may still hold the mile record here. I can't, I can't remember if somebody broke it in the last few years or not, but uh, um, so he was an athlete growing up. Um, I was football, basketball, baseball all the way through high school. Um, and really, I took all five of my visits um, for football and uh, thought that was going to be my future and um, and really just didn't turn out the way I, way I thought it would and, and ended up playing baseball and, and walked on to the University of Minnesota. And um, after two years of being there and kind of realizing and having a pretty honest conversation with John Anderson, 14, the head coach there. Um, my future wasn't going to include a whole lot of playing time. And so I went to Concordia and St. Paul, Division II program, um, had other opportunities to go uh, to other schools, but they were the only one that came and watched me play and said, hey, you're going to hit third and play shortstop every day. And that nice. was really what I wanted to hear at that point. And it wasn't necessarily with the redemption of you know, I'm going to prove everyone wrong. It was more thinking, I guess I'm not as good as I hoped I would be. Um, but got my confidence back and um, and really uh, had a great experience. Lunch McKenzie, the longtime coach there, brought me in um, and had great teammates um, and, and ended up having an opportunity in the Northwoods League. And, and, and all of a sudden now I'm getting professional teams reaching out to me. And so I ended up signing a professional contract with the Mets and did a couple years with them and a couple years with the Padres and got as high as triple A and then took a, took a fastball off the old face. And, and that was about all she wrote. I tried to come back after that. Um, if you could believe it, I actually got hit in the face again, oh uh, trying to come back. Oh. And then, um, so I total broke, uh, I think, my nose, I had a blow-off fracture in my eye, and then I broke another bullet in my face when I got it the second time, and that was all in one season. Uh, and then into that year, tearing my wrist, and it was just a nightmare of a year. And I think at some point you realize maybe there's, yeah. 
you know, I always said they're going to have to rip the jersey off me, and I think on some level you had to accept that was kind of what was happening at that point. And so, really, that was 2008. Um, ended up having school to finish up. My dad, coincidentally, was the AD at San Diego State at the time. Um, so he's been working in college athletics since I was six. Um, and and so I ended up finishing at San Diego State, um, and I've had a, a whole lot of surgeries since along the way on the journey. But uh, I was con- I was committed to carving my own path. After that, I was I wasn't going to do what my dad and my brother, uh, who also works in college athletics, he's the deputy at Northern Iowa. He's been there for ten plus years. Um, I was committed to doing something different. And about a year and a half into that, I kind of realized, what the heck am I doing here? <laughs> Um, athletics are my life. It's what I love. And so started here at USD with Learfield and then David Saylor hired me as his associate AD for development. And, and we put together a campaign and he obviously left and left and Herbie took over, um, and drove at that, at that for, I think my total tenure at USD was just short of seven years between Learfield and the development role. And then I went out to Miami for three and a half and rejoined David Saylor. We we finished a campaign out there, a graduating champions campaign that was athletics only. Um, and then, interestingly enough, I had I had kind of I had won a job to continue that path at a Power Five school and do what we all do who dream of being AD someday. And that's right when COVID hit, and so they they went into a hiring freeze like we all did, and then. During that, uh, an opportunity came up at Dakota State University to be a VP for Institutional Advancement and CEO of the foundation. And honestly, I, I got involved because my grandma was begging me to apply, and she still lives in Madison. And well, so I did just to appease her. Of course. You yep. better do what grandma says. Exactly. Thinking I would have no interest in it. Um, and as soon as I heard the vision and, and everything that was being laid out by President Griffiths, um, and and knowing how much athletics were a part of that in their campaign and their vision um and how much of an impact that can make on Madison that was just too too enticing for for me and for us to pass up and i think that was probably the first time in my career i would say we made the right decision for all the right reasons it wasn't just driving my career it wasn't it was a a family discussion. Um, we were excited to get back to South Dakota. Um, we both, my wife and I both grew up in Minnesota. And sometimes you don't realize how much you love a place until you leave it. And and I think we had that um, kind of overwhelmed us when we were in Ohio. We loved Oxford and Miami, but Ohio is eight hours away from any family for us. And, uh, and so we really relished the opportunity to come back here um, and then, you know, the experience at DSU was great. Um, they're building 50 million or so in new athletic facilities right now amongst all the cyber things that they're doing with President Griffiths and her leadership. Um, there's just a lot of great things going on there. Um, and really, um, this is always something I guess I've had in the back of my head. I didn't know if it would ever come and have the opportunity or if I would be you know, a candidate of consideration. Uh, President Gestring and I have always stayed in touch. We we've we became friends and worked together on some things when she was the CFO and I was in my role, and uh, and so we stayed in touch. And and uh, when the opportunity came, um, it was just it, again overwhelmingly for all the right reasons for not only myself but for my wife and for my son. Um, there was just nothing we could look at with the job and the opportunity that wasn't exactly what we wanted. And so 
um, you know, it was for probably for the first time in our lives where it just seemed like everything was falling into place and almost happening for a reason. And, um, and that's always a concept I've struggled with. And so, but that was the first time that it, it, you just couldn't ignore what was going on in the feeling. And I got involved in the athletics task force, uh, up in, at DSU trying to figure out like we all are the world of college athletics today. And getting involved in that this fall, you know, just kind of was reigniting the flames and, and reaffir- reaffirming, you know, my love for athletics. And, and so the second I walked in here, it was very surreal, but it felt very, very comfortable very, very quickly. John Shamble's our guest. He is the new athletic director at University of South Dakota. Pretty exciting that you were able to have such a, a key role in it, I know it's not your hometown where you grew up, but when I think of the name Shemmel, I'm, I'm sorry, John, but I think of Madison, South Dakota, because yeah. that's where your your dad and your uncle and grandma and everybody else is from. Shemmel's a Madison name. Yeah. Cool that you were able to have such a big role there and then make this step back where you already have some roots on a bigger level. No doubt. And I think, you know, and it's funny you mentioned that because being in Madison – you feel that a little bit in the sense of I I have so much love for Madison because even my whole mom, my mom's from there, her whole family's from there. So the Wink is synonymous, Wink family is synonymous with Madison too. And, um, and so, and my grandparents are still there. My grandpa passed this summer, but they've, they've been there their whole lives essentially. And, and so, um, you know, it always felt like I was doing it, and and I loved every minute of it, but you're right. It it felt like I was kind of doing it a little bit, you know, for the family. <laughs> and and USD, um, interestingly enough, because of my past in in baseball, um, you know, I went to three different universities. Not not because of the transfer portal and what it is today, but just um, because that's where my life took me. Um, and so I never. I have a very strong allegiance to Concordia and in baseball, um, but that's that's pretty much the big tie. And then in USD being here, you know, just kind of as we were transitioning in Division Two, and then being a start of the campaign and funding fundraising all the all the money for the arena and everything else that we've done here, track and soccer complex. Um, it really started to feel like mine and and it was ours. It was our family, you know, my, in our family being myself and Heidi and Heidi and I got married while I, while I was working here. We had Jameson while, while I was working here the first time. Um, and then their relationships with the people, both in the departments on campus and throughout the community of Vermilion, but then certainly the donors and fans, they were just real and genuine and, and ours. And so USD kind of became that place for me, and and so it was very hard to leave it, um, but incredibly excited to be back and and certainly be back in this role. And it's uh, the, the, there's a lot of parallel with the two because of all the exciting new things that are happening at Madison at Dakota mm-hmm. State, but also you look at USD, John, from the first time you set foot on campus to where it is now with all the new facilities that are there. Uh, it's an exciting time to be a coyote. There's no doubt. And I think, and not only, you know, where we were when I came here the first time and what we've done, but, but also where I can see it going. And I think, um, and I've said this before, but college athletics is nothing if not chaotic at the moment, but where there's chaos, there's opportunity. 
Um, I know the supporters that are out there, and I know the passion and the pride that our fans have. And, and I think we just need to continue to build on the momentum that we have and, and set forth a, a really big and robust vision um, that goes well beyond just a, a financial campaign, you know, kind of reestablishing our identity, who we are, who we want to be, and not only today, um, but tomorrow and 20 years from now. And, and I will say that's something that I just have tremendous respect for with Justin Sell and what he's done north of us, and, and certainly you can't argue, my brother and his wife are both Bison graduates, and my brother played baseball there, his wife played soccer there. But what they've done, and just setting a vision and working that vision and plan, and they're consistent with it, and, and they've been working the same one for, for 15, 20 years. And I think we need to have that kind of vision and plan where 15, 20 years from now we're just continuing to work it and, and build on that identity. Big step in the right direction with the football team. You saw what that did for for the enthusiasm around the campus and around Vermilion and all of you know South Dakota for Coyote fans to see the football team do as well as they did this year and winning ten games for the first time as an FCS team. I mean, uh, you look at all the different programs, track and field, uh, the, the the basketball programs, both men and women, women in particular with the excellence mm-hmm. they've had. Uh, you you name it. There's there's a lot of things, a lot of reasons to be excited. There's no doubt, and and I think everything, every sport has experienced the highest level of success, and and I think, um, you know, women's basketball for a long time had this tremendous sustained success and growth, and and obviously with what Don did and and had a. a senior laden team. I mean, there was no doubt it was going to be a little bit of a rebuild, but. Obviously, that, that tends to happen when you have a senior-driven Sweet 16 run. Um, and so, you know, Coach Karius and, and, and Coach Peterson and their visions for their program, I have no doubt. And, and I knew them from before as well, and same with Coach Nielsen. All people I knew have maintained relationships with. And then, obviously, Leanne, and you mentioned track. And, I mean, there's a lot of stability uh, throughout our coaches and tremendous success. And I think for us, it's really – it's not about – how do we accomplish success? It's more about how do we sustain it consistently and, and like some of our competitors are doing. Um, and that's really, I think, a big charge and mission for us moving forward. And, and I think everything that I'm looking at is more just how do we, how do we support our coaches and our student-athletes in a real, meaningful, and consistent way every single day um, and letting that become kind of our, our mission as a, an administrative team on a daily basis. And I certainly didn't mean to leave volleyball out of there. Uh, Leanne's done <laughs> yeah. a wonderful job. And, and the beauty is, you know, like I, several football games that I've gone down to, and I've seen Leanne there cheering for the team. I mean, the, you've got a great group of coaches, too. There's no doubt. And they, they really are passionate about USD. And, and Leanne is, is a great example of that. She loves this place. And, and I understand that people look at USD and they see turnover in men's basketball and women's basketball and it's easy to ignore the stability you've had in football, in, in volleyball, in track, in all of these other sports um, that we have. Um, and, and that's just somewhat the nature of the beast that we live in. Um, but I think also someone like Leanne and Lucky, those co- they've had opportunities to have really big jobs um, many, many times. And so, like me, they, those those people share a special love for this place and like Kayla and like Eric. And I mean, they've come back because they have that feeling too. There's just something different about this and the people that get it and love it and understand it 
um, they're all in and, and, and loyal to it. And I think we have a tremendous group of coaches that way. And, and I feel incredibly lucky to have the group of coaches that, that I do uh, walking into this position. John Schemmel's our guest. He's the new AD at USD. John, before I let you go, I, in listening to your story, as you were walking through the history of how you ended up with where you are, uh, do you ever look back and think about all the things that have happened to you and how that got you to Vermilion today? I, I, I just think it's amazing in our lives when you think about how you ended up where you are and any deviation along the way or any little thing that might have happened. If it didn't happen, where would you be? Yeah, and I honestly, I think, Mark, had I not left, I don't think I'd be here. Um, had I not even gotten out of athletics and, and into DSU, maybe I'd still be here, but I think my perspective of everything would be different. Um, I have a completely different perspective on college athletics being a part of a leadership team at DSU from a different view. And and I think that's incredibly valuable, um, not only for athletics here, but certainly in being a campus partner and, and working with everybody on the other side of things. But yeah, I think the one thing that, that I always come back to is, you know, I was asked a question in the press conference about, you know, along that journey, what's the one thing you've learned and I've, the answer to that, um, and it wasn't certainly something I had necessarily thought up ahead of time, it was just what I thought of in the moment, but I think it's very real, is, is how valuable perspective is. And, and I feel like the last two career decisions we've made for the first time in my lives, in our lives as a family, we made those decisions for all the right reasons. It, and I think always my, my goals were always on, on par. They were always good. Um, but maybe the motivations weren't right. Um, you know, I wanted to be a Division One AD, and I wanted to be the youngest one in the country. Well, that's a great goal, but for all the wrong reasons. John, um, i got to let you go here. I'm out of time, but this has been great. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll do it again soon, okay? Yeah, you got it. Thank right. you. I appreciate it. John Schemmel, our guest. I'll be right back. I have a friend that had LASIK surgery, advanced Thompson Vision. Hearing her experiences is when I knew that LASIK could be an option for me. I wanted to go to a place that had invested a lot in the technology and was on the forefront of LASIK surgery. My vision's great. It's, I believe I'm 2015 right now. If I had to do it all over again, I would choose Vance Thompson Vision in a heartbeat. Download our free LASIK checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Hi, I'm Misty Carlson, and next to me is Betsy Weber, and we're with Corey Insurance. It's that time of year again when we reflect on what we're thankful for, right, Betsy? Definitely. We live in such a great city and state that continue to thrive because of all the wonderful businesses and families who call this home. We're so blessed to work for a family-owned business like Corey Insurance. We both understand the power of local shopping. When it comes to insurance, a local agent becomes part of your family. Corey Insurance is an independent insurance agency, which means we can provide you with plenty of options so we can find the plan that works best for you and your family. We represent many insurance companies with A-plus ratings, and we're confident we can find one that fits your needs. We are so thankful for our customers who trust us with their insurance. If you're looking for a local agent, we are always here to answer any questions that you might have for planning the new year. Just give us a call at 605-336-6303 or go to K-O-U-R-I insurance.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Corey Insurance to all of you. Your joints are your connection points and when they hurt they stop you from moving freely. 
That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, and Comfort King. And also by Arby's, of course. Uh, By the way, uh, they are wrapping up their burger and strawberry shakes on the menu for now at Arby's. So uh, if you go in the next time and see they're not there, they'll be back. But maybe they'll still be there. I was surprised the last time I went in last week that they were still there. But up next is fish and a mint shake. So there you go. Uh, through Easter, Arby's Fish is back. A crispy fish fillet with shredded lettuce and tartar sauce on a toasted sesame seed bun. And also now through April, fried mac and cheese bites. I mentioned it yesterday. Mac and cheese with ketchup is my favorite meal. People that kind of make a face at me, and I have people go, yeah, that sounds great, especially when it's got cut up little pieces of uh, hot dogs in it. So there you go. Uh, hope you've enjoyed the show today. It's been fun. And you know what? I think let's do it again tomorrow, shall we? I am in agreement on that. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies.